I've got to admit, this is probably one of those areas where I am just super annoying to draft things for because inevitably what worked the last time will get just plastered in red pen or track changes or whatever you're using the next time. What am I talking about? I'm talking about tone in your legal drafting. My name is Chris Hargraves. I'm from tipslawyers.com where we talk about practical skills that you can develop in your legal career and we are talking about legal drafting in particular the tone that you're after. It's one of those things that seems to be a bit of a side issue for a lot of people um, in the sense that we just don't turn our minds to it at all. <laughs> we, we pretty much make one thing sound exactly the same as the next thing sound exactly the same as the next thing. But that really is not a good way to empower your drafting to have the desired impact. What am I talking about? If you're writing something to another person it can sound very different with some subtle changes in your word usage. Consider this. Do, do you want your letter to sound like this? You complete me. Or do you want your letter to sound like this? What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. How can we then adjust our tone of our letter. There is a huge difference. Just take the salutation, for example. Dear Mr. Smith. Dear Miss Jones. What about hi, Bob? What about yo? What about no salutation at all? These things communicate a different sort of connection with the person you're writing to, and they elicit a different kind of response. Some things are more casual. Some things are more formal. Some things depend upon your relationship with the person, if it exists at all. And as lawyers, we have a tendency, because of the uh, damage we have suffered during law school in learning how to write academic papers, we have a tendency to err on the side of unbelievably formal. And often, in particular in client communications, often that is just not appropriate. It, it just gives the wrong vibe at the, <laughs> the risk of using that particular word, it gives the wrong vibe to the recipient. Now, there might be occasions, of course, where a formal tone or a formal style of drafting is the more appropriate, but that's not always the case. So my real thing I wanted to say in this video is actually think about your tone. And how can we think about your tone? Well, if you haven't watched or read my four major principles of excellent legal drafting, then you really need to go back to that because you know that tone is one of them, but the correct tone of your letter is going to be informed by its purpose and its audience. What is it there to achieve and who is it for and what are they like? What are you trying to achieve with them? What is the desired outcome? How are they supposed to feel about you and about themselves and about their situation or their legal matter after reading your correspondence? That is where tone comes in. And that's where modifiers that might make your letter less efficient can assist because these are the sorts of things that adjust the tone of your letter one way or the other. But if you're, say, like me, a litigator, this doesn't mean every single letter you write needs to be belligerent all the time. I know there are some places that just cannot help themselves. As soon as they type a letter or a communication of any kind, they go straight into aggressive advocate mode. That's not necessary. Apart from anything else, it has a particular response, even from someone who is objectively considering your correspondence. It does have an impact on your ability to conduct that matter efficiently and well, if you are writing like that all of the time, and perhaps without any real intention to do so, but just it's your default 
way of communicating. So think about the tone of your correspondence. How do you want the person to feel? Is it a friendly letter? Is it a demanding letter? Is it an aggressive letter? Is it a comforting letter? Is it a, a an explanation letter or an excuse letter or a sorry, this whole thing turned into a total debacle letter? What is the outcome? What is the tone that you want to be communicated in your writing? Actually turn your mind to it. Read it from the perspective of the recipient and think, okay, how are they going to feel reading this? What's the gist of it? If you turn your mind to it, that is the first step to actually correcting it. And then you can start to work on things. This is why the same letter isn't necessarily good on every different occasion. Think about it, correct your tone, and I will see you in the next episode.